Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bruns. And each week, we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, sometimes people get confused when you mention Conservation District. Uh, sometimes they think about other conservation organizations. But the Conservation District's primary area of focus is soil health and water quality. And uh, one of, right here in this county and even statewide, one of the largest stakeholders in that area is uh, agriculture. And let's not narrow it down to just agriculture, but livestock owners in general. So today in the studio, we have two uh, fellow co-workers and they're gonna introduce their program and talk about it a little bit and how it relates to agriculture, livestock owners. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves and maybe a brief uh, little bit about you. Thanks, Don. My name is Nathan Harpster. I'm the Chesapeake Bay Technician with Susquehanna County Conservation District. Uh, I also do the Farmland Preservation Administration through the district office. Uh, my program is the Chesapeake Bay program. Uh, what that involves is making sure that all the farming operations for the county meet the state requirements and also, I will help to implement BMPs and uh, administer grants going on. And I'm Mike Klesar. I'm the Resource Conservation Specialist here at the Susquehanna County Conservation District. Uh, I not only work with Don on erosion sediment control permits, but I also work with Nate regarding manure management plans for, uh, for ag operations. So uh, I will... Uh, We'll meet with the farmer, and uh, if they don't have a manure management plan, we'll we'll get with them, and we'll get them caught up up to speed on regulations. So, so can you tell us a little bit more about why someone would need a manure management plan, or what even a manure management plan is? Yeah. So, uh, under Pennsylvania Code Chapter ninety one point three six, it gets into uh, pollution control and prevention at the agricultural operation level. So um, specifically, there's, gonna, there's gotta be some way that farmers or someone working on that farm can manage their manure without going into a water body. So uh, specifically, back in October of 2011, the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection, they released uh, these new manure management requirements. And part of this requirement is that every farm in Pennsylvania that generates manure and actively applies it on their land needs a manure management plan. So uh, Nate and I are here kind of just to go through that plan with them. Okay, so there's sections of the plan, correct? Correct. And uh, why don't we jump into some of those sections and I'm sure you'll hit on the important parts. Sure. Okay. Um, so the first section is pretty simple, straightforward. It's operator information. Uh, this The purpose of this section is just if anybody comes out, whether it's the conservation district staff or DEP, they they know right away when they look at this plan who this plan was developed for and how to contact that person. Um, second section is the farm maps. The uh, farm operation maps are a really important part of the manure management plans. They break down how that farmer is operating. Uh, they break down each individual field. Um, it'll list out what kind of crops are going to be in rotation for each field. It'll show where the waterways are, where the roads are, farm boundaries. There's a lot of different components to the maps. Uh, it's one of the sections that we really 
enjoy actually helping the farmers generate and are happy to help with. Third section is the mechanical manure application. Um, if manure is going to be applied on the farm, the maximum amount of manure or fertilizer applications for that matter can be determined and those records are kept for how much manure is applied for each crop group and, and that's receiving it. There are, in that section too, it'll discuss, uh, it'll detail the application setbacks uh, in case there are any environmentally sensitive areas and it also discuss uh, the, the winter manure application rates. Section four is the manure storage and stockpiling section. Um, all manure storage and stockpiling areas have to be identified on that farm map. Manure that's stored on the farm has to use an improved base or, or be covered at least. Um, there's a time period of 120 days that manure that is stacked must be moved and or applied. Um, if it's not going to be applied within those 120 days, it actually has to be covered according to the regulations. Um, and also, if you are going to stack it, it has to be at least 100 feet away from any environmentally sensitive areas. Section 5 is the pasture management. Uh, this has to do a little bit with the erosion that can occur when pastures are overgrazed and animal traffic prevents any new vegetation from growing up there, thereby allowing soil loss to occur anytime there's any little, even a little bit of rain. Section six uh, has to do with the animal concentration areas. Uh, this includes barnyards, feedlots, loafing areas, any site on the operation where the animal could congregate and at those sites what happens is the manure is actually concentrated and there has to be some forethought into how the nutrients that are collected there in those concentration sites is going to be treated um, just to make sure that that doesn't run off and then become an issue. Uh, section seven is the record keeping. Basically this has to do with your manure application, spreading records. It also has to do with your crop yields. Crop yields and manure spreading, they, they kind of go hand in hand because that manure is the nutrients that those crops are, are using to, to grow during the growing season. Recording those can be very simple, it can be just a calendar, but what's required is that the amount of manure that is hitting the ground in those fields and which fields they are and the date is recorded. Yeah, so just going back to a couple different things, I think um, we touched on BMPs, um, and that maybe has been said a couple times. So what, what is a BMP? So a BMP is a best management practice used by a farmer. And uh, what really the purpose is of a BMP is to reduce the number of, of excess nutrients, phosphorus, and runoff from getting into a water body. So a couple BMPs that we recommend is um, using a cover crop. So during the winter months when field's not being used up, thing is just sitting there, all the nutrients are there, um, we recommend planting a cover crop to keep everything, keep the uh, sediment on the ground and not from running off. And just uh, generally just to make your, your soil fertile. Uh, we also recommend use uh, fencing. So uh, if animals are going across streams, uh, we recommend that some kind of fencing be used just so the number of nutrients could be reduced from that crossing. And uh, also we just recommend using a riparian forest buffer 
So um, actually Nate has a grant going on for that. So that's pretty beneficial because, uh, you know, if there's nothing around like a creek or, or a watershed, then all nutrients are gonna go right into that watershed. But if you have something to buffer it, such as trees, you're gonna greatly decrease that runoff, so. Yeah, if you are interested in that grant or information about it, we do have that on our website, www.suscondistrict.org. Right there on the front page, you should be able to find it. Now, I've heard you guys toss around the term comprehensive nutrient management plans in the office as well. Can you talk a little bit about what the difference is between a manure management plan and a comprehensive nutrient management plan? Sure, Courtney. Um, so manure, manure management plans, they don't need to be written by a specialist. They're actually, they can be written by the farmers themselves. Uh, we offer services as far as uh, creating the maps go and are you know happy to help with any other questions. With the comprehensive nutrient management plans, they actually have to be developed by somebody who is certified. Um, and it, there's typically a, a fee associated with that. That'll vary depending on the intensity of the plan. Um, farms that are approved and have these implemented nutrient management plans are actually that's beneficial for them because they have a, a limited liability when there's civil complaints. Whereas with the manure management plans, there's no uh, liability protection there. And maybe all this sounds a little complicated, but it's not really, right, when you break it down. But that's kind of what we're here for, right? I mean, that technical assistance. So can people contact you? And, you know, if they don't quite understand what's going on with the manure management plan or nutrient management plan, can they contact you? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I highly suggest if anybody in our county or, or outside of our county, if you're outside the county, reach out to your county conservation district. That's what they're here for. That's what we're here for. Generating these plans, like I said, is not too difficult, but it is important to have these plans and, ha and have them filled out correctly. They're not just a piece of paperwork that, you know, sits around on the farm. It's it, when you really look at it and, and fill it out and use it correctly, it becomes a tool for getting really dialed in and it, it's a management tool for farmers that can really potentially benefit them. You know, we've all heard the phrase, we all live downstream. But, uh, you know, managing new excess nutrients, manure going into the water, uh, it does affect the water quality downstream, um, all the way down the Chesapeake Bay, out of the ocean. Uh, so really something to keep in mind. And uh, these gentlemen can help you out. So call up the Conservation District, 570-782-2105. I appreciate you guys coming on. Sure, Don. Yeah, thank you. All right. If you have any questions related to today's show, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs>